gentlemen, good evening and welcome to Nerdtastic in 3D. I am Jason Carter. If you are joining us for the very first time, we are a group of animation, visual effects, Hollywood industry type people talking about anything and everything that we can think of that's nerdy. I work for Disney Animation and the Nerdtastic crew is composed of... Josh LeBron. Josh, what do you do for a living? I am a layout artist at DreamWorks Animation. And... Adam McFarlane. Adam, what do you do for a living? Uh, unemployed producer on Top Gear. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I like it. Exactly. <laughs> Laid it all out on the table there. Laid all those cards out. So Gear. if anybody is hiring <laughs> until middle of March, do you have car I experience am, uh, available. <laughs> uh, minimal work. I don't want to work that hard. Yeah. Do you work with your shirt off? I want that oh, job. God, yes. Can you? I, yeah. I need some floors that need scrubbing. All right. Yeah. <laughs> my car needs a wash. <laughs> I wash it mostly just with my chest. I imagine that'd be a good story if you could get a producer on Top Gear to wash your car. Hey, that's how everybody's got to start somewhere. Exactly. We're missing someone. Jack Eckler, that's leads not who we're missing. Crowds artist. <laughs> that no, I'm him. We are missing, however, <laughs> Sean <laughs> Fennell, who is a crowd supervisor at DreamWorks. Let's Animation. just talk about him. Like, let's say things that exactly. we wanted to say about him for a while now. And we Anybody couldn't. find that he's just very creepy? Yeah, I, just, I mean, he's always I, lurking. I was going to go the other that. way. I'm really attracted to him. Yeah. <laughs> I've been scared to say that for a long time. Jack, we've but been now, uh, now noticing you've been attracted to creepers for quite some exactly. time now. I've, I've woken up in cold sweats thinking about him, so. That's different. You know, we both go two ways. Yeah. You What's both, the difference between waking up in a cold sweat and waking up in a hot sweat? Touche. Cold sweat <laughs> is a nightmare. A hot sweat is uh, arousal. <laughs> both involve cleanup. Exactly. Either way, you are... Either way, you're messy. On that note... <laughs> yeah, both involve... Bang, sploosh. This last weekend sploosh. was Super Bowl weekend. Yay! And, Adam, you were up in my neck of the woods visiting, hanging out... And we had a little adventure. You want to tell us a little bit about that? Dude, tell us a story, because I haven't heard this I live yet. in those woods. We didn't call you. <laughs> I didn't call you when I went up there, Jack. I didn't call once. He doesn't like you. Anyway. That Jason doesn't like I think Adam <laughs> likes me, actually. I do, actually. No, I, I'm a no. fan. Uh, so anyway, uh, Jason and I were out. We went to Best Buy. He was looking for a wireless mouse and keyboard for his Mac Mini. Which, by the way, quick interjection, the Logitech wireless setup is pretty slick. They have, I didn't know this, they have all kinds of... Mice and keyboards, and then these tiny, tiny little USB mm-hmm. dongles. Dongles. Little dongles. But then the interesting part is you can hit uh, connect up to six devices to one single dongle. Correct. What six devices would you connect? Can you name six devices that you would want to connect? Four mice and a keyboard. <laughs> That's only five. I like everyone in my family, That's, plus my dog. I'm to pretty sure I saw mouse. them at the Palladium last weekend, and they are amazing. Four mice and a dog? Four mice and a keyboard? <laughs> Love them. That sounds like a good band. They're a dubstep it's group. It's four mices yeah. and a um, keyboard, Anyway, so... So we find the... cats. The mouse and keyboard. Super quick, no problem, but we're like, we're at Best Buy. We might as well look at some TVs and stuff. 
because uh, it's because you clearly you need another one of those. Because I, uh, I'm concerned that the 52 inch in my 10 by 10 bedroom isn't big enough. <laughs> Let's be honest. Um, every time you go to Best Buy, it's if you're there, you might as you well. might as well. Now, did you go to the Magnolia section, or no, did you guys no. half-ass it? No, and, we and just look at legit thing. TVs. No, we looked at just Magnolia just, is so unbelievably overpriced. But when you don't need a TV to start with, don't you go look at? It's the, true. But anyway, so we got distracted <laughs> instantly by a Samsung 3D. Uh, Blu-ray home theater system. Hold on, I want to say um, that again. It is a 3D Blu-ray 3D player Blu-ray. Uh, with built-in 5.1 It's 5.1, 1,000 watt. Um, it's got the whole the new, the new upgraded Samsung Smart Hub, so it's <clears throat> all their apps and all that crap, um, priced at $150. And so we're standing there looking at it, I'm like, holy shit. I paid $300 for my just regular Blu-ray surround sound. Same one, same family, but like Minus two 3D. models down. And I'm like, 150 bucks. Like, so, that's a really good deal. I absolutely don't need it at the house. Absolutely do not need it whatsoever. In your 10 by 10 room. So, Adam, my 10 Adam, by 10 room. So, we must have been standing there for, I don't know, 15 minutes. 15 minutes, minutes we're talking. And the guy came up and I was like, hey, do you have any more of these? Because there was only one. Because there was only one. And, and Jason and I were, argue, you know, not arguing. We're talking like, do you need it? I'm like, no, but that's a good deal. I was like, do I need it? Was no. it on sale? Listen. So it was just the sticker. It was, was just the sticker. And so and we, we like, checked the model We double-checked the model number. We double-checked it all. And we're like, this is really weird. And so by the time the guy leaves and comes back, I had kind of in my brain gone, gone you know what? It's a, it's, a, it's a deal, but it'll come back around. Yeah, like, I here. don't need it. We both we were like, it. we don't need it. And the guy comes back. The sales guy comes back and goes, um, if you guys are going to buy it right now, I'll give it to you for that deal. If not, I have to change the price. And we're like, what? And he's like, the price is wrong. I, if you guys are going to buy it right now, I'll give it to you. Otherwise, I have to change it. And so I'm like, well, what's the price? And he goes, $450. And literally, without a, a moment in between him stop talking and I start talking. No I go, pause. I go, I'll take it. We want it. <laughs> Good. Doesn't Good. matter. We need it. Doesn't matter. I was like, we'll take it. And then I looked over at Adam and he goes, don't worry about it. We'll figure it out later. I need it. <laughs> I was like, we'll take it. So we walk up there and he, he scans it and it says $450. And what we found out was that, that somebody had printed. It was, so it was an incorrect printing. It was just wrong. Like, literally just wrong. But they were in the wrong, and they knew right, it. Right, but this is how great it is. There was the corrected one sitting on the desk next to the cash register where we checked out. Waiting to be put Waiting out. Waiting to be put in. Someone, <laughs> someone like, had caught the mistake awesome. before we he had He was like, there. this was printed probably 15 minutes ago, and it just never made it out there. Brilliant. So which one of you actually owns this, so, and or did you take it So back? anyway, so the story kind of kept going was... was uh, the next day, so we bought this Sunday. Here. We bought this Sunday, and the next day, I went out with the intention of price matching it. <laughs> of course, <laughs> of course, you did. Because to, yeah, Adam's a good guy. He felt he felt that you know we chose that Adam was going to keep it, and he said, "Well, let's see if we can get this deal again, so we could both have one." Yeah. Well, and then in all honesty, I was like. I will buy however many are in stock. Right. <laughs> like if if I found out that this Best Buy had ten, I was like, I will take them all. But anyway, the systems there. So I go, I go to a Best Buy in Sherman Oaks, and I first, I they don't have it there. So then I ask if they had any in stock, um, and I was like, because I got this one up in Valencia, it was a crazy deal, and I was hoping you guys could match it. And he's like, oh maybe, let me look at it. So I showed him the receipt. It's all legit. It says four hundred fifty dollars, three hundred dollar discount. $150. Oh, does it really say negative like $300? It says $300 discount. Oh, my God. And so the guy was like, what's this $300 discount? I was like, and I'm, I am I didn't want to lie to him, but I didn't want to say, well, they screwed up. I was like, I don't know. It may have just been kind of a deal. It was on the, the card. Uh, you know, can you match it? And he's like, well, let me look. Um, he looked online. He's like, the best we can do is match online. And the online was like three fifty or something like that. Right. So I'm like, yeah, you know, I don't want, I don't want, I don't want it for three fifty. I really want it for one. I want it for what's on my receipt. Yeah. And he's like, uh, you got, I don't know how you got that deal, but 
that's a fantastic deal. Congratulations. And I was like, no, I appreciate it. Thank you. So then I went to Fry's to see if they would <laughs> oh, price match fries it. All. Well, so what Fry's does is kind of the same kind of thing is they, uh, he calls over to Best Buy to see what their current price Ooh. is. And so their current price there was four fifty. So he's like, we can't do it. I don't know how you got that deal, but congratulations. <laughs> you showed him the receipt. Exactly. showed him the receipt and everything. He's you like, holy to. shit. Now, he was like, both of them were like, what? How? I was like, was, did you know somebody? Was it an open box? I was like, no, it was brand new. Didn't know anybody. It was literally sitting there. Um, so then I go to another Best Buy uh, in Woodland Hills because they actually had some in stock. And I thought maybe that would be different. And so I get there and he's got like three or four in stock. How do you price match the same store? If you're going from uh, well, Best, I was Buy like, Best Buy to well, Best Buy, this like, Best Buy gave it to me for well, that's $10. Why I thought, that's exactly why I thought right. Best Buy would honor it. Because I was like, I got this at Best Buy. They didn't have, I wanted more. I was like, for this price, I'll put one anywhere I have a TV. That's, <laughs> why not? And I told him, I was, like, I was like, for this price, I will put one wherever there's a TV. And he's like, I would too. But anyway, so Woodland Hills goes, um, the guy looks at her, she's like, yeah, I think we can do this. Ooh. And I'm like, oh God, yes. That was fantastic. And we get up and he goes through, he calls over his manager and his manager's like, I don't know how this happened. And the whole time I'm like, ah, damn it. But you're like, this is a receipt. I was like, this is a receipt. I bought it for this. Yeah. And he's you like, should honor. and they go, and they go, we can honor the current price. We can't honor a mistake. If it was a mistake up there, if they screwed up, we can't honor that. And I'm like, dang. So I was like, well, I appreciate it. So anyway. Fair enough. <laughs> uh, I currently have a thousand watt surround sound system in my uh, 3d blu-ray 3d blu-ray i don't so have wait, a 3d did you TV. keep it no 3d well, that's what i thought oh, okay. i got okay. i so, thought you oh, would I kept sit there it. and sell it no or, or return it you can't return it i wouldn't profit. be able to uh, i guess i could return could you it. not return it to fries or any place and go i just don't have my receipt and get 400 i could probably return credit. it to best buy without receipt and get credit but i was at the same point i was like when is am that, i ever gonna is get that honest but like here's the point is it honest to go price match something that was wrong to start with it wasn't wrong it was. was wrong. Yes, it was. It was a mistake. The guy admitted it you was a mistake. Yeah. You didn't purchase it in the wrong. It was their mistake. No. It was their mistake. But is it wrong to go make a profit off of their mistake? He capitalized I, yes, on their mistake. That, that's not I wrong think at all it's to wrong. make a profit off I of think that. it's wrong for me to try to take it back to Best Buy. The I same, the same not, one? <laughs> not that I wouldn't do it <laughs> at all. One. Not that I wouldn't do it, but I do think it's wrong. I do think that's probably wrong. It's like when you buy something uh, like... When I, I thought that was your mentality to start with. No, no, because oh, you knew you didn't need it. No, no. Here's my point, though. It's like, when the hell am I ever going to get this deal again? When? Never. It was a mistake. Well, you will six years from now. Right. When it's not worth it. So I was like, yes. here's a chance to have a a thing in my bedroom for no reason at all, but for 150. So are you using it? Oh yeah. I installed Plex on it. It's freaking fantastic. Did Plex work on it? Oh yeah, like a charm. Nice. It's fantastic. Nice. Um, yeah, I would have sold it. I would have. I would have taken it. And then, you know, say it's 450 I would sell it for $400 and get a... I know, thought about that, but like... Get a what? Money. Huh. If it's something you don't need. If it's like, this Blu-ray player is doing the job, it's, it's here, blah, blah, blah. I have a PS3 and it's doing this and doing the job and stuff. Here's my thought, though. It was... It was... I mean, legitimately, the plus was having Plex in my room. Okay. I'll give you that. That was huge. And... But you could have gotten that with a $70 Samsung Blu-ray. Not player. necessarily. It's got to be there certain. It's got to have Smart Hub, um, and they don't all have Smart Hub. Um, yours currently is having some issues just even typing in passwords on your Blu-ray, your Samsung. Typing in anything. Yeah, but that's that, that aside. Type, type, but it really type. was, it was one of those things where it's like, I got something at such a great deal that I would never, it's like when you get a gift that you would never buy for yourself, mm -hmm. but you might as well keep it because when am I ever going to get this again? Usually when I do that, Here's, though, it's something I don't have. I, never, I didn't have a surround sound in my bedroom. Oh, touche. <laughs> 
Touche. Do you have? Is your TV 3D capable? Not yet. Ah. This is the most hilarious part. And, is and, neither and, one of us had a 3D TV. <laughs> yeah. Nor neither. Nor did we either one of us think about really buying one. It's oh, just God, like no, man. it's just an incredible deal. And I figure, you know what? There's going to be. I'll probably move in the next little bit and hopefully get another room. You know, it may. You have two a, living rooms. Yeah, I might need to have side by side TVs with side by side surround sound. What if I want to? Or you'll put that one in the main room yeah. and not necessarily be in your bedroom well, anymore. I currently have this. I mean, I have a big surround sound in the main room as well. Is that yours? Yeah. That's okay. I didn't, I didn't know that. I didn't know <laughs> that, that, that setup TV was yours. And my, okay. that, that's all my setup. All right. I didn't know that was yours. <laughs> but I will say, I mean, in, in no bullshit, $150, I mean, that's more than I would pay for Plex, but the huge selling point was surround sound and being able to put Plex on it in my room. And, and having a Blu-ray player. It, well, which I actually, I, I had a Blu-ray already. Oh, and you're a pretty big baller for being unemployed, by the way. <laughs> this is how top your goals during the season. <laughs> let's, let's go ahead and throw that out there. Unemployed and I just bought a Blu-ray surround sound. <laughs> I, I still am waiting on my unemployment check. <laughs> check. <laughs> to cover, so if to anybody cover from, my purchases. If, any, if anybody from EDD is uh, listening, to, listening this, to this. Uh, the 26 people. Adam McFarlane. Um, just give me a call. I'd love to sort that out. <laughs> so there's a lesson to be learned here, I think, for all of us that are in the online generation, which is doing your Christmas shopping on Amazon, doing any little gadget shopping on Amazon, whatever it is. There is something to be said about going to a physical location and going and scouting out. And well, there is. Your if for you mistake. ever go to the website um, slickdeals.net, um, they have forums and, you know, they have, you know, with, with forms, they have the stickies that that never go away. Yeah. You know, it's kind of the top, yeah. you know, the rules, if you will. Um, you, If you read through those, it says the deals that are posted here, do not call them about this deal and ask. Because a lot of times somebody will post a thing going like, I just saw this in my Best Buy or I just saw this in my, you know, Bed Bath Beyond, whatever the fuck, you know, <clears throat> store that you're at and go, it says for this and they'll print a picture of the receipt going like, this is what I got. So you're just supposed to go in there and go, you know, Oh, I want this and then get that deal. But you're never supposed to call and go, do you have this deal? Because then it gives them time to correct it. Yeah. So there, there's kind of those, you know, in the deal community, there are kind of unspoken rules. or etiquette, uh, you know, there's etiquette, str- you yeah, etiquette. Thank you. Um, of what to do and what not to do. So don't call in a deal. Yeah. Just sit there and go I, like, I mean, hey, you're there over here. Call your friends and go get over here and get this. Yeah, that's it was. It word. was just such a bummer when when <clears throat> when we found out it was it was it was a mistake that they didn't have more. Because I was like, you think they would have sold you more yeah, though, right? Then? I think they would have. I, I don't think so. think so. You think they would have only sold us one? Why? I mean, there's a very real possibility they had more in the back, but because it was that price, they the, were going to say that they were. When they I weren't. when I uh, when I checked the next day, the sales associate can tell how many are in stock at every Best Buy and Santa Clarita didn't have any or had one which I think was probably still a display unit interesting they so. were busy firing the exactly. person who had Thanks the so. on. and the, interesting enough they can tell they can tell how much they paid for each thing Best Buy can say this we paid this much to get this in our store and they Their paid in- invoice like 275 bucks for each system thank you Best Buy yay so you guys were talking a little bit about Plex, which if anybody who is just now tuning in, we are very big fans on the show of the Plex media server. Uh, you guys have all had it, I believe. Josh, do you have it? I have it. I don't have it set up. You have the, the client. W- you have the 
player. Yeah, not I have a, a client server. stuff like that. I don't have anything serving. He shares nothing like with. Us. I share yeah. nothing. You're like because so, I, mean, I don't in, in have the, in very the much. torrent world. You're just a leech. Do they call that mooch? Leeching. I, I, Let's oh, keep oh, it techy and can, call can, it a leech. Okay. But I don't have very many videos. So you can share your home videos. I think Jack, you kind of. Jack brought it up to us, and then Adam, you jumped on it. And I have to yeah. say, Adam is an incredibly good friend because he doesn't leave a nerd behind. So for weeks now, he's been bugging me about getting Plex, and I just keep blowing him off. And then we finally talked about it on the show. Yeah, right. Every day I'm up there. I'm like, you gonna get Plex? Right. You get he Plex just keeps on your Mac uh, keeps hitting me up, and I kept blowing it off. It wasn't a high importance. And then finally, this uh, past weekend, instead of watching the Super Bowl, we installed Plex, and I have a couple of thoughts. Yeah. It's very, very uh, interesting, very, very cool as a concept. I think what we came to the conclusion, Adam, you and I, after experimenting with both the the home use within your own network as well as trying to stream from someone else's network, is that within your own network, it is an incredibly cool interface to access your videos and things. Really cool. I mean, it's grabbing... Uh, plot synopses, synopses and, and uh, artwork and cover yeah, banners and, and all kinds of stuff and bringing that into the actual interface, which is really slick. On top of that, my Logitech Harmony Universal remote, if I'm on my Mac Mini, which is plugged into my Downsound TV, and I hit menu, it pops up with Plex and I instantly now can control Plex with the remote, which is really, really cool. Uh, in addition to that, if I were to plug in, I'm not currently, but if I were to plug in other clients to my own server within my network as you have Adam right this is what you were saying you have the ability to look at your own Plex server from multiple points in your house from yes. your, from your bedroom yeah. so, and the, and from the, the toilet but the cool thing about that is is all the data about what you're watching is stored on wherever your server is loaded so I can start an episode or a movie in my bedroom and then stop it and then go to the living room and then pick it up and then go to the backyard to the grill and pick it up on my iPhone. Um, and it's that, that is something that's very, very cool. And each device doesn't need to know, it gets the information of where Everything, your current playhead was based all on the from server. the server. Very cool. And so, and, and then even I can take it to my laptop and be outside, uh, outside my network, which is where the, the bottleneck and the weak link I think is with Plex overall, is it's so heavy on the internet connection. Um, and their current, However they stream, uh, Jason and I were talking about this, whoever they stream isn't the most efficient use of internet, um, isn't the most efficient use of bandwidth. Uh, and Jason and I were talking about the difference between how, how Netflix is capable of streaming a HD TV show or movie versus why can't Plex do the same thing. Like there are millions, tens of millions of Americans every single night watching Netflix and getting full HD. What is the difference between me being able, one person connecting to Adam's network 20 miles away, why can't, I had to downgrade to near unwatchable to even get it to stream I mean, there's a, there's there's a big difference. The, the, the biggest difference right off the bat is obviously Netflix has set up an infrastructure that you're streaming from their site, wherever that might be. Sure. But it is a, uh, I'm guessing. There's no doubt Netflix's upload speed is faster <laughs> than Adam's. No doubt. Well, but wherever his that, server is, 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 yeah, is significantly different than how net, uh, Netflix is handling their server system that you're leeching from. And right. yours as well. But I think what Adam and I are talking about is, we don't know this for a fact, but our guess would be that while net, Netflix and other solutions like OnLive are actually streaming pure pixel information. So on a frame-by-frame -frame basis, they will only say, this pixel is this color. It's just a matrix of pixels and their associated colors and shading. So if this pixel is this color, blah, 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 it just sends that 
30 frames a second or whatever. Versus Plex, which is actually trying to stream an entire movie file with all the metadata, all of the compression information, all of this stuff. It's not just taking pixels and colors and sending them to someone else. It's actually trying to, my client will be reading Adam's server and trying to play an actual movie off of his system. So it's not like you're just getting this refresh of pixels like you do from your cable provider, which is how Netflix operates. You're actually trying to play a movie from a, from 20 miles away. There's a much, much, there's much more guts and complexity to trying to do that. I see. So if there is anyone listening out there from Plex, <laughs> we'd definitely be interested in seeing some improvements from the being able to share libraries and play from each other's libraries. If they didn't give you the, here's the thing, like I, I I'm sure their argument's going to be is the fact of they give you, which Netflix does this too. Like I, I, there was cases at my old place that I would stream on the Xbox that during I wouldn't always get an HD signal. And what happens on Netflix, I'm not sure if you've ever run into it, it downgrades your, it automatically does that. Now, Plex, I, I don't like that it doesn't automatically do it. I wish it would it look at your connection to start with, say, here's the deal. This is this is what you're going to be able to view it at. Cool, which is sort of what Netflix does. Whereas I had to, the other day on my laptop, when I was testing it on Adam, your server, and uh, Justin's at work, was I kept uh, like lowering what because you, it's first options direct. The first option is direct play, right? And that's saying, hey, I want to stream if the movie's 720p or 1080p. I want a direct one to one from Adam's server to my laptop, one to one. I want to watch exactly what it looks like, and there's no compression at all, and it tries to stream it, and it does. It didn't do a good job because it just was too much info. Now I kept lowering it until I found a sweet spot where it would buffer. What, now, what did you lower it to? I, I can't remember exactly. I mean, I had to get pretty low, but. I you know I was viewing it on a 15 inch laptop and, and and that's 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 the thing is it's like it it depends on what you're viewing it on because I I've streamed stuff at work and on my laptop where I was actually trying to kind of semi work where it was a windowed thing where I wasn't even watching a full screen I was watching it maybe you know a quarter of my 15 inch laptop and I was down to whatever the two megabytes a second and it was very very watchable um, wasn't a problem. Uh, but no, when you, no buffering problems. No, I had no buffering. Um, and, I ran into buffering problems. Uh, I was at one point. We were at my my house at one point five megabytes a second, and it was buffering and nearly unwatchable on a on an HD screen. And that's the difference. That's because he's blowing it up to a fifty five inch TV, which I think. No, I understand. Yeah, that and we kind of had this conversation earlier. Um, I think there's I, I think there's this bandwidth limitations. Yeah, I mean because they're not it, and I, I can't fault them for that because you're using. It's it's your two. There's your two. Like what his server specs on his machine. If it's yeah, and, and that was my other question. Is that a is that a your li- internet connection at your house? If it's shitty at a second during the day, or if Alex is in the other room downloading yeah. something, that's going to yeah. affect your connect. There's yeah. so many things that go into play. Like, but sure. I use it at work for uh, mostly right now. I'm using it for music because that's something else you can set up on there. It's just another. You're folder also on music. the Wi-Fi at work too. You're not hardwired into it. Yeah, it's on. So Wi-Fi, you're going so off the it, Wi-Fi, yeah, yeah, which yeah. at work is spotty a lot of times as the, well. the music though uh music i've never had i haven't had a problem at all and i actually love using it for that um movies it, it like i said for me it's been sort of hit or miss on whose connection um and i know it's been the same for adam trying yeah. to stream stuff from mine but then justin at home has been able to stream stuff from mine fine so i and the, the interesting thing to note is is all of this being said for a program that is free yeah I yeah, think that's the most thing. It mad, is mad, mad props to yeah. the Plex team for putting it out there. Open yeah, source. and I, 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 I tweeted at us. They said if we ever have any questions, just ask them. 
that and that's that's the other thing that is very very interesting about that site is is there's um, if you kind of go into the forums there are there's a folder for you know um, if you're running on Mac if you're running on a PC there's a you know each section and then there's like you know a pinned um, thread at the top that's what do you want to see and it's just it's always at the top and you throw comments in and the guys are pretty I don't know how many people are on the team there but they're they're pretty damn good about responding um, and getting. I don't. I haven't seen anything that has been implemented or read. You know, I'm not that up to date on the forums, but they're at least they're at least reading comments and responding, um, which is very cool for a small a small program like that. But that being said, for a free program, I'm a hundred percent supporter. For I'm a hundred percent supporter regardless. Trying to stream other libraries, but in house, if you've got a good in house setup, um, it is the way to watch your media. It is the way to organize it, hands down. I will say. You know, I was a fan of using Front Row to access my media from my little um, media center Mac Mini, and this is a vast improvement in simply interface alone to be able to do that. So I definitely yeah. agree there. I still use, I mean, I'll still use the PS3 media server quite a bit. Really? Um, yeah, because the that transcoding problem, because um, it's it's hit or miss right now with the Samsung at the Plex app on my really? TV for me at least. Because my Blu-ray is pretty. I mean, it'll it'll freeze. The only time it'll freeze is if I try to load, uh, and it could be my Blu-ray, my older Blu-ray, like transcoding like 720 MKVs. That's when it'll sometimes bug. But but there's nothing fancy about the PS3 media server, right? You and it doesn't it PS3, doesn't give you any information. You, it's just you turn the file on the PS3 name. and it's you know it's a file browser, but it it plays back everything. Yeah, and and even big files that I couldn't normally do. So you know. so Jack, we missed you yesterday. Adam and yesterday. Adam and Josh oh, and I right. had a really interesting opportunity. Got a call from some friends at Disney Mobile. Currently in a meeting. Currently working <laughs> on a game called Where's My Water, which I hope to maybe get those guys in here to kind of talk about the game. But there's an upcoming level pack that hasn't been released yet, and they hit us up and asked us to come do a little play testing and kind of give them give them our thoughts. I had not played that before. Just <laughs> FYI, I had, I had not actually done. seen were, it though. At least there were a lot of curses coming from your corner of the room, there, Josh. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> there was so there's some, a lot of curses. There were some very frustrating moments for the fact of what's the white stuff? That's Steam, Josh. <laughs> no, that's I, Steam. I said, oh, there's white stuff. What's that? And then yeah, I mean, I figured that part out. But what was confusing is that I didn't know you can move. There would be fans that are along like these kind of track things. I didn't know those were tracks to begin with. So I didn't know that you could move these things. So I'm trying to do everything just gorilla style and just trying to get it without <laughs> any movement of the fans, which the, clearly did not FYI, work. FYI, the age on this game is two and up. So, <laughs> so just, much like just saying that. Fruit, up minus Josh. Much like Fruit Ninja, you, you swipe, right? I mean, you, it is you, nothing you, like you fruit sli- ninja. Slice? Nothing at all like fruit ninja. It's you slice the water. You want to you want to okay. slice the all water. Right. Fair enough. You chop the water. You can equivalent. Okay. Also, like to think about it. Do you remember like, Dig Dug? Yes. It's nothing like that either. No. Nothing. Well, so say like in Angry Birds, like you know how there's the little blue birds <laughs> where like you can tap it and they go into three. They spread into three. I hate Angry Birds. Now that's something that would be beneficial information when you're playing. Now, if you didn't know that, you're just like, there's this little bird and I can't get it all. Well, how's people doing it? That was me. Yeah. Yeah, I will say he did come into a game that this was like a level pack six. Something like that. Yeah. It's up where there. each level they introduce a new uh, like physic. Like a, you and know, they, I was, on the, heel, I was on the heels of everybody. Yeah. I was in the same time Adam was. I was on the same level, you know, and then you he weren't, just passed You weren't try ducking. You weren't try ducking. I wasn't try ducking, apparently. 
which is I, different I was, than a turduck in. I was just trying to get the uh, turkey duck chicken. I don't think you're on the same level. As I was Adam just trying to get the little get alligator to have up. some uh, have some water to to bathe in. He's a dirty alligator. He was dirty. But uh, but what did you guys think of the game? It's fun, right? Yeah, had a good time. It was yeah. a good time. Here's uh, this is this is kind of a question I would pose to. I mean, we all have smartphones and we all we buy apps and uh, the ninety nine cents is an interesting you know value point where you're like. Like, it's a buck. It's a buck. You're like, it's a dollar. It doesn't matter. Okay. I don't really buy apps. All right. Well, you're because you don't have an iPhone. You're on Droid. E- either way. Yeah. Droid. The, the Droid marketplace. Regar- okay. So, so Josh won't chime in, a, or Jack won't chime in a bunch on this, but the, the where's my water? How much, how much time have you spent on it, Jason, do you think? I'm probably an exception to the rule, but sure, that's fine. How I've much? probably sunk twenty hours into it. Ew, really? Shit. I've I've beaten it. That's over and over again several times, and I think about it. Okay, that is that is pretty serious. Bainte hours. I, I would say I don't I don't play it again. I go through and I beat it once. I beat it. The, I get the the three. Did you ducks. try duck? There you I tried duck. Okay, uh, and then but that maybe takes you know each level pack is twenty levels or whatever, and that maybe takes me an hour. Uh, so I would say I'm at six hours. But you think for a dollar, a dollar's worth of entertainment, and I'm, I've been entertained for six hours. Let's do talk. They, a, let's do they talk do a, a free bit. version, by the way? There is a, There's a, a light, light version. Can you name I, anything? I would do that. That is that that cost per entertainment time. Like break it down. You know, a dollar for six hours of entertainment. Besides pleasuring. Yourself. What don't you get with the what? <laughs> what cheaper, do you, cheaper than a dollar. What usually. do you get with the dollar game that? The free one doesn't give you like uh, more levels. Is well, that the it? Just free more one, levels. Free one, you get like 10, 20 levels, and this one there's like one hundred and eighty. Okay, is there one hundred and eighty? Yeah, no, I don't know. They keep updating I don't know. It's it. A, we should get the guys on to tell us. But um, let's talk a little They'll bit about. They'll probably go. It's twenty five, Jason. You're an idiot. Let's, <laughs> you let's, get five extra levels for ninety nine cents. Let's talk a little bit about the the fact of what the setup was like actually doing game testing because that was my first time doing it. Yeah. I thought that was kind of fascinating. We uh, we strolled up to the Disney Mobile building, and on the front door was a large white piece of paper that said playtesting around the corner. And we walk up to some large metal doors, and they let us in, and we go into the room. And what I thought was most interesting is there's little stations all around, each with two monitors, and then... Not a webcam. What would you describe it? Like a security cam. It looks cam. like it's remote. And it's like on. Like you can remote control it. And it's on the. Yeah, it looks like it would move around. And it's on the wall. I didn't Look, think they were looking right at, at that the, time. It looked right at my junk. It's aimed right at the seat <laughs> that you're in. Like my junk. And then they brought out devices. This is what I thought. It was kind of the funny. Part. They brought devices from the employees. They're just like, hey, we need to borrow your iPhone for a half hour. And they just got random employees. I really wanted to change the, the lock, lock screen, screen picture. Yeah. That's good. <laughs> Maybe throw a password on there just to fuck with them. And then they plugged in, they had to be four uh, iPhone 4S's yeah. so that you could plug in the dock to HDMI out. So they can record it. And then in the next room were all of the game designers behind closed doors, game designers, art directors, uh, level designers, things of that nature. And they were all watching our screen and our face at the same time. And tracking like our finger and my cross. to see what, what we were doing. Right. One, I, I saw that camera zoom and I'm pretty sure it was... Really interested in what I had going on. It needed to zoom. It couldn't. I wasn't wow. there, and I'm in. Oh, wow, small dick <laughs> joke. But it was a, it was an interesting setup. And then after playing for what 20, 25 minutes, somewhere in that range, maybe yeah. we uh, then had a little Q and A session heart where we all kind of sat sat down and kind of gave them our thoughts and and talked to them a little bit. It was an interesting experience. It it definitely is. That's the first time I considering I was a game tester. <laughs> um, that was your first game that you tested. No, that was the first game. That's not that's an official. 
paid salary. Well, no, no. Well, the thing is, when we're playing it, we're playing um, like incomplete builds. We're trying to find where there where there are problems. Now, this was. Well, I would think the fact that it's incomplete is a big problem. <laughs> It's true, but you know, can only have so much of that. You're, you're not giving this, notes on that. This game, this game wasn't finished, guys. Suddenly. This game wasn't finished. What the hell? <laughs> so the, with this, though, these were completed levels. They were all working function. There weren't any bugs to them. I mean, there were some of the collectibles. They were like little squares as opposed yeah. to um, whatever the collectibles usually are. I have no idea what they are. Um, but this was the first time I've actually done that to a kind of completed game. And then well, they said end thoughts. of the month is when they're hoping to have it out anyway. Yeah. And, and, you know, we, we were just, you know, trying to give meaning, meaning, Josh, that the game itself was finished, but that this was an update. So you've never done game testing on like an update to an existing game. I mean, I've t- I have tested updates, but I mean, I'd been doing it, you know, the game all the way before. And, you know, you have to because with, um, you know, testing a video game and once it goes out and then somebody finds a crash or, you know, people will find bugs you know, once the game is out and they will post them on the forums, post them to the company and go like, you know, this is their problems. So, you know, just with games, patches will come out. So you still have to test those patches before they come out. So Adam and I had already played the game. Josh, did you go out and purchase it right away? I have not purchased it yet. Do you think you will at some point? I think I will. Cool. I think I might. It's, it's kind of, it was kind of fun. And, uh, I always actually look at, um, deal news, <coughs> um, and uh, and those sites, and every day they have apps for free, and it's like today only. This is I normally ninety nine cents. So honestly, the, I've paid for maybe two apps in my entire life, but all these apps right now you could not get for free that are on my phone. The the you know the ones that are just like deals. Obviously, obviously like Pandora is free, but anyone that would normally would pay you all of all my apps now you have to pay for them. Like I just you, get them at you the got in at the yeah I just get them at like these deal days. So interesting. Hmm. But yeah, it was fun. Fun experience. Let's shift topics real quick. Jack, wow. you have had a bit of a philosophical oh. week. Care to share it all? If you're referring to the fight with my wife last night, I, I guess you could say that's philosophical. <laughs> Did you want your wife to be mad at you that it's so big? Remember that from the trailer? Oh, no, I get it. No one. I no get one, it. Josh. <laughs> <laughs> no one. It, it, uh, <laughs> it, it's a uh it's an on it's it or i don't know why it's an ongoing thing because it's not much of a debate when it's it is what it is but uh it's it's a fundamental belief of how i was raised and part of how i was raised uh by a, a father who's a police officer uh, was in the service hunted was it was okay to have a weapon or maybe even more in the house <laughs> Uh, as long as there was always a respect given to that weapon and you had an understanding about the weapon and I was taught very young about that. So so when you say weapon, were there samurai swords in your house growing up? God, I wish. I guess I should be more specific. <laughs> there you Touché, go. Exactly. Jason. Uh, a gun. Give Jason no leeway because he'll go the wrong not, way with it. <laughs> I'm trying to clarify for a gun. <laughs> I'm trying to clarify for our listener. Exactly. We had we we, we did have knives in the house as well, but nuclear uh, weapons. In this case, uh, landmines. Yeah. Throwing stars. We'll say guns. Airstrikes. Uh, so I was raised that way. I was also raised that it's just it could be a form of protection in your home in case somebody had was in your home and wanting to do harm to you. Uh, with that said, my uh, and I knew this getting into the relationship and whatnot. My wife has a very strong belief against weapons uh, or a gun in the house, and um, but that in my head doesn't mean I have to change my belief because I don't. I, I feel like uh, you should be allowed to have a gun if you want a gun in your house. 
with the proper training and know how to use that, not just go out and buy one and keep it in a drawer and hope that your kids just don't open the drawer and find it. That's, that's, unres- you know, can you, unresponsible, irresponsible, irresponsible, irregardless. Can you speak at all, Jack, to the level of respect that you were taught towards firearms? What, how did your dad, amount. how did your dad amount. raise you with, um, with a gun in the house? One with the potential of what it could do, obviously. Um, how it takes a life. Uh, that's how, not to be how, taken lightly. How you can go to jail for the rest of your life in, in many circumstances. And this as, when you as got I got the, older. You got all the gun handling training. And well, there's that, that too. But no, 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 I, I don't think that's Jason's necessarily talking about. Yeah, we went to the range and I learned how to use all it. But that wasn't about how I was taught. How old were you when you first started having conversations about respecting a firearm? When my parents got divorced i was seven and i went to live with my father and uh there was a conversation we had conversations i think around that point um, so young when I mean, you were pretty young when you first started having conversations about the danger of what this weapon could be. absolutely yeah and he, you- and he and he was pretty sick i gotta not to not to cut you off jason the difference is is obviously how i would how I would treat a, a gun now compared to maybe how my dad is. I mean, my dad had ammo stashed away and hidden, but the I think some of the rifles were just in a closet. His handguns, though, were in lockboxes, but, you know, things like now I think in retrospect how I would maybe even have handled that differently um, than he maybe did, but I still think he did a very good job with teaching me just the res- a respect of a gun and what outcomes. I think that was more important than anything, and I, this was part of the argument with my wife is, understanding outcomes of your decision how you use a gun and every every scenario every scenario you just you know somebody breaks in my house understanding the law understanding i just can't necessarily shoot them he's sitting in my he broke in but he's sitting on my couch i walk down the stairs i can't just shoot him yeah you can Hope that works for you, buddy. Well, uh, did, it, did you it, see it that? Do, did, it, it doesn't, though. Did you it, see? I'm just gonna tell you now, it doesn't. Did you see that one video with uh, that woman? She was sitting where on she, the ca- where she called the police and asked if she could yeah, shoot she asked. The she's person, like, oh, the I pers- can't tell you that it's okay to kill someone, but she said you can do what you've got I, to do. I understand. Go go back and read how the person though was trying to get at. The, there, there's there's trust me. They the, coming the, the through laws, the door. When you're breaking they're into coming, your house. They're coming at you. She, they you're weren't defending even, yourself. She, they wasn't even coming at her. She open, they opened the door and came into the house. It wasn't like, open the door and rah! And then like, they opened the door and she just opened fire. Be very careful with the advice you're giving everybody right now. I'm not telling people to fucking do that. Listen I'm to, not saying. I'm Josh saying is, that's Josh, what that Josh, woman Josh is, did. Josh is right. Go. Everybody will try to find the article and post on there. You can't just shoot them. You just can't. There, there's, a, there's a statute of limitations, and part of that is in your defense. Yes, if she felt threatened that they were going to kill her and coming at her, by all means, she can shoot them. That's, and that's, that's part what of her she right. felt. Granted, Being in they... her house, there's, there's a big case, though, the prosecutor can make. And this is, my wife schooled me last night. And stuff I knew because my dad had taught me about that because they teach that in law enforcement. But, like, she schooled me even further about a lot of that, which stemmed the fight going further than it should have. But there's a lot. You might go to jail. Is all I'm saying. In that case, she, even though she said what she said with the the person on the phone, depending on how they viewed this person and what was happening. But the case where I'm saying the person's sitting on the couch and you come down, if they're not moving, and you shoot them in the couch, you're probably going to jail. And if they die, you're 
going to go to jail for even longer. So there, the obvious reasons for wanting a firearm in your home is self-defense and, and defense of your family and property, right? Could, could be. Yeah, could be. What are the other pros to having a firearm in the, in the home? And then let's move on and discuss some of the cons. Pros to having it in the home compared to having it in a storage s- unit. I don't. I don't know. Like, so what, like what, own, are, you are you talking about I just owning to, a gun or actually having it I think in that's the house? Thing. Yeah, owning. I guess is probably how. Where else do you put Because you own guns for recreational uses. You own that's guns to go to at, fire, yeah. go to firing ranges and stuff like that. Because it's a it's a hobby that you, you own like, guns you go for hunting. For you go own hunting guns for and sure. Like that. But if I understand the philosophical. Uh, conflict let's call it it's a specific well no that wasn't no that wasn't just it it's the overall having the gun in the house i'm sorry the the part of the fight though maybe i'm not very clear i know you're pointing at the whiteboard i I, I, I just wrote that i didn't i didn't i I didn't i didn't write that jason jack Uh, cop or jack you know pass that along to me the the entire argument is owning a gun in the home right she's very well aware that i love going to fire ranges matter of fact me and fennel style who's not here loves shooting machine guns in vegas that was badass right it's that's what it's, it's about it's about having a firearm in the house, in the house right? Um, so that, that's so my me owning is, a, that's me owning a gun because I own it. I have to keep it. Right. Somewhere. So back to my original question: What are the pros to having a firearm in the house, and then what are some of the cons? Pros to owning a gun. I won't even say house. Owning a gun, uh, depending on I, because I go back to how you're raised. I understand that there are recreational. Okay, so that's that's to me is a pro. That to me is a pro, specifically in the house. Compared to keeping it where, you help 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 me help you in this conversation. Where am I keeping my gun if it's not in my house? (laughs) A hunting lodge. Where's the hunting lodge? Lake Arrowhead. For me personally, that's not a pro. I I don't hunt, so that doesn't that does for me personally. That's not a a reason to own a gun because I I don't hunt. So a gun locker. Um, in my in home, house, not in, in my house. house. Where do you put the gun? Where locker? does the gun locker? It's right? stored at the gun range. Do those uh, exist? I don't know. Do they? I don't think they exist. I don't think you like can just leave your gun at the gun range. Yeah. So you're saying you cannot own a gun without having it at home? Is I'm, that no, what you're trying to get? No, no, we're trying to have a conversation. Yeah, where would you put it? Like if you did, <laughs> if you had a storage unit, store it there. You know, do you have a storage unit? No. Okay, exactly. So you're not going to go and spend forty dollars a month for a storage unit. Is that how much storage unit costs? That's the cheap ones. That feels pretty cheap. Okay, so like, regardless, Jason, no regardless, regardless, too, it's my gun under my name. I'm not going to keep that out of out of my capacity because at that point, that gun has a chance to be harmed by somebody else by me not using it, and then I'm at fault. That's just part of the law as well. So, part of, so the interesting, if you got my weapon and you shot somebody with it, I'm going to jail. So part of the responsibility of being a gun owner is making sure that that gun cannot possibly fall into the wrong hands. Absolutely. Yeah. That's interesting. Absolutely. Okay, so so you believe, if I understand correctly, that you know there's a responsibility with gun ownership, but that is it the Second Amendment that says that we have the right to bear arms, and if you don't have a storage unit or a cousin who works at the gun club, that gun will be stored at home. Yes. Now you can choose how to store it at your home, which I think is also very important. And also a big debate. Now, responsibility level. There's a huge responsibility, and I think, and I, I got to be honest. I've seen the gambit. My growing up as a kid, I'll, I'll say a good story was this. I was twelve. Sorry, mom, if you're listening, but my mom, <coughs> growing up in, in in living in Key West, had some kind of shady friends. But I was close with growing up, and I looked up to. But we're pretty shady in what they did. And I remember being at one of the houses, and I had dropped something out of my pocket in between the seat of the couch I was sitting at right that moment. 
and realized that there was a 45 in between the cushions. And the joke went further because I was a kid at 13 and was like, what the hell? But I had also been shooting for years and just was more surprised, like, why is there a loaded gun? In the but then I also realized there was one in the silverware drawer. Mm-hmm. And there was one on a... That, that falls under the very irresponsible list and there's maybe... There's a problem there. And that's a problem I don't want to be around. Uh, the way I would choose to have a gun and the way my dad chose to have a gun was one, obviously never loaded in the house. Two, always behind a lockbox of some sort or in a uh, a gun cabinet that's locked all the time. Um, that it takes more... It takes some work stumble, to make it happen. It, 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 well, it would yeah. never be a stumble upon it. Just it, it would take some work. Now, not in the shoebox above your shoes. Now, the argument, obvi- the, ar- <laughs> in the uh, closet. Part of my wife's argument too was with that was like, well, ho- how does that serve a purpose for home protection if you have to go get it? Well, let me tell you. In the case of that, where your adrenaline's pumping and you know what you're doing with that gun that you've had in the house, you should be able to get in there and get what you need to get to protect your family. That's my feeling. But part of protecting my family is protecting my family from the gun which my daughter, you'd never want access to. Uh, it's, there, there's, a, there's a huge responsibility, and, like I, and I'm very well aware of that. Are there any cons to owning a gun and storing it in your house? Absolutely. Speak to those for a second. Uh, let's go back to the first story. Had I, not, had I been a 13-year-old who wasn't very aware of guns and what they could do, stuck my hand down between the uh, cushions there and then pulled that gun out and been like, sweet, this is like a video game. And was playing around in the room because it was loaded. And that's what surprised me more than anything. And just pulled the trigger a couple times. That might have been a very, very bad scenario for any everybody involved. A life-altering. Absolute, absolutely. Absolutely. It could mean... It could, my, my child... You know, the, 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 the weapon isn't in a storage area. It isn't in a lockbox, and my child but, gets a hold of it. And you, you need to say, though, that's not just having the gun there. That's being irresponsible well, that's gun, that's with gun the gun in, in That's there. a gun in general. Now, right. That could be anywhere, but it, I'm giving, you know. I'm, right. You're saying the, the, for the, sake the of worst conversation, case scenario no, telling, of having cons, a gun. Cons. Right, but, like, but an, an irresponsible con. I mean, like. You, oh, that goes without saying, yes. Right, I, but yeah. I'm saying, you know, you, you, Jack, having a gun in your house, that, you know. I would never, had I not, like, and this is back to the philosophical thing, had I not been raised the way I was raised to respect guns the way I have, would never want one in my house. And I don't blame, and I honestly to this day can't blame anybody who doesn't, if they, especially, especially if they weren't raised that way, because it wouldn't make sense to them at all. Kind of just, I don't mean to interrupt you, there was, I don't know if you guys saw this, the, you know, Penn and Teller have their, that show Bullshit, and it was, one of it was, um does violent video games breed violent children and and so on and so forth. There was one kid who was one of like the top ranked players in, in some sort it might've been call of duty or something like that. Um, and, and he's young, he's probably, you know, I want to say maybe your age when you, you learn like seven, nine or something like right around that age. Um, but you know, just mastered this game and, and, and was just great at it. Knew all the guns, knew what they were called and stuff like that goes to they they get them together with you know a professional you know has the gun stuff like that an instructor and and they set them up and go like this is one of the guns that you use in the game and it's just like so he gets up and he's kind of excited like he's just like but he's at the same time he's intimidated because you know it's a gun 
you know, and he sits down and it's one, you know, you, um, uh, I, you know, I couldn't tell you what, what kind of gun it was, but it was a, it was a rifle to where it was propped up to where, you know, he would lean over, kind of put it into his shoulder and then, and then shoot the gun. So he shoots it and you see him like, you know, he, he gets jolted. It's not like, whoa, that was awesome. It was just like, he shoots it and gets kind of jolted. And then, you know, they cut away. And at the end of it, at the end of the program, they go, we thought this was kind of important to, to show you. They're like, after, you know, he was done all this and that segment was kind of done. We had the camera still rolling. The kid went over to his mom and started crying. And he goes like, that frightened me. That scared me that I shot this gun. And, you know, he was, you know, completely turned off by it. So, you know, that was one thing, too, to uh, to kind of talk about how you were saying, you know, until, with- until you've shot guns and understand what's behind them and the power that's behind them and actually... And that's what I'm saying. And that's what I'm saying. He like him him not even doing that, then actually experiencing that it was a very big eye opener of just like, oh, my God. And the fact of, you know, a he wasn't a fan of it at the same time. (laughs) But it was it was one of those real moments where he was just like, you know, you can see in his face like, oh, shit. Like this was if I can jump in for a second. I would fall in this argument under the uber conservative side. Sounds like I might fall more. Um, in lines with not having a gun in the house. This in by no means is me imposing my opinion on anyone else or their ability to have a gun in their house. This is my own thought. In my mind, there is no level of security that you can place in your house that will be secure enough to let me sleep easy at night. No matter how many gun lockers, no matter how far away the ammo is from the gun, and this is, again, my own personal philosophy. That's just a preference. The risk... That's not even a philosophy. It's just a preference. It, the risk is too great. The risk for, for something to happen with a gun, because there is the potential that it is it, it can kill someone, that even if into the best possible circumstances, it's out of reach of all children, it's in the attic, it's in a gun locker locked behind 16 padlocks, that's never safe enough for me. So for that reason, I will not own a firearm in my house. And again, to me, that is just a preference. That is not a philosophy. That's not the way things are. That is just a personal preference that you choose. Not sure preference is the I don't know. I choose. It, is, it is preference. I don't know. I put that up there with people who don't... The odds that he, you're talking about in that scenario, I, I'd have to, I, I have to research it, actually. Now you got me curious. To me, that's right up there with people who don't fly. You don't fly because there's a huge, well, the risk, obviously somebody's going to argue back that it's not high. There's a very, there's a likelihood at some point you could be on a plane and it crashes without a doubt. Sure. And to me, once again, this is opinions again. I, to me, it's the same thing. I I think, I think the risk of something and and a gun in my home and how I treat a gun are about the same as me being on a plane that crashes. Maybe, maybe it's, maybe we're only thinking about half the argument here. Maybe it's risk slash reward. Maybe in, because in my opinion, flying, certainly I agree with you, there is a risk there. And I'd be lying if I said every time I got into a plane, it didn't pop into my head thinking, maybe this will be the one that crashes. I mean, but, I can come up with other scenarios too. But, Plane's the first thing pop. No, no, it's a great, it's a great analogy. <clears throat> but uh, the reward of getting to some, your destination faster in a cheaper way without wasting so much of your time is, in my mind, worth that risk. And, I, and I'm with you. So, so to me... Let's yeah. go, let's let's play devil's advocate. And this was the argument with my wife last night. The argument was is there's a I come downstairs, there's a person who's broken into the home and they're standing in my kitchen 
and I come down and uh, I have, there was a couple scenarios that she kept throwing back at me that I threw back at her. And, and one is having a weapon, not having a weapon, what to do. You know, at the end of the day, the scenario with me, regardless of everything else, was protect my family the best I can. Uh, but one is the having a we- having a weapon in my hands, giving me the opportunity to get that person out of my house. Now, in all fairness, my first reaction when she told me this was if I had a weapon and they didn't, uh, and this is you know better for worse how my dad was as a cop. So it was to be like, we've called the police, don't move. Whereas she went right into you know, get out of my house, you know, run, whatever else. In my head, I'm like, I don't want them to be able to get away. And we went back and forth, but then I sided with her and I said, you're right. Especially if I had a weapon, I would point them out of my house, get out of my house. But it gives me the option to be like, you're in my house. Well, it gives you the upper hand. You're not going to touch my family. If at the end of the day, my job as a husband is to protect my family, hands down, whatever means effing necessary to do that. That's what it means. Having that weapon in the house gives where you can't sleep. Unfortunately, somebody broke into our playa house three years ago when we weren't home. Um, I'm not sure if I ever told you that. And it happened to me when I was younger too. So it leads me to bl- the way I feel about things. So, I, I mean, sleep better. You feel violated, like your space has been violated. I sleep better at night the other way. Because I feel right now, if a situation ever arose where somebody came in with, hopefully never with force, and it's just somebody burglarizing to get out of my house... I would feel a sense of helplessness that I, I, well, I hope I never feel. That scares me more than anything else because I can't. I can't protect them. So so playing devil's advocate with you a little bit going further than maybe I think I might normally, if there was someone in the house and I felt like a firearm, pointing a firearm at them would get them out of the house, again, to me, I would be too paranoid, and I'm a cautious guy, too paranoid that that might kick their adrenaline up and that they may have a firearm and use and view me as a threat and fire at me first. Where I could have just stayed in my room, grabbed my kid, locked the door, and called, hope, the, and, and called hope, the police. And hope that they don't do whatever, right? Is there is there a situation, and I know this does happen, but is there a situation, have you pissed someone off so much in your life that you believe that they would come in, knock the door down, and want to kill your family? You can even, uh, really quick though, you can I, even. Um, you I, can, they shouldn't have that option. You can even do what you said though, with even a gun. Like just sit there and go, okay, someone's in your house, they broke in. You have Katie, you have um, Eloise in your room. You have the gun, and and you are in the corner, going like, "Stay here!" And you are standing in front of them, that protecting them. That was the first them. scenario. So you're letting too. them do their thing. You're calling nine one one, but you are staying secure. You're not going after that person. You are staying insecure. Now, if they come in and then charge at you at this, and then you don't have anything, you know, there there is that situation. So you were talking again back about risk reward. I see what you're saying, I, and you're definitely talking about uh, needing to protect your family. To me, the risk does not weigh, it weighs higher than the reward of being able to point the gun at a burglar, which that's fine. Even if there is a burglar, I believe the odds of them breaking down my door and wanting to shoot. That's fine. I just wanted to put fair enough. I just wanted wanted to put that out there as opposed to saying like with Jack saying like walking downstairs with that. And as you're saying, I just wanted to put that scenario also on the table of like, okay, you have this, you don't go after them, you don't antagonize them, you don't do this, you stay locked away and stuff like that. That is literally like the last resort just in case I've done everything I can. I'd be very interested to read stories about people breaking into a home with the intent of harm. 
I would guess you don't know. I would I, guess it's low, but it's the you don't know. I my your the rule, first rule. My I, I give my dad some credit for some of the stuff they teach in a police force. You don't know. Sure. And every scenario she kept saying, I could counter instantly because I, I she knows this about me. I'm very when we're in any kind of environment, any because it's just part of unfortunately where I was raised when I was younger. I I'm being very observant of what's happening, and she always thinks I'm weird because I do certain things at certain times because I don't know and I don't trust everybody. I just don't. So that scenario in the kitchen, maybe he doesn't have a weapon. Maybe he doesn't. Uh, there was knives behind him in the scenario that we played out because that's where he was at in my kitchen. She said, I'm watching what he's doing. Now, if I have a weapon and I've said, get out of my house, like the, the example she said, what if he charges you? I'm going to tell him to go out the sliding glass door first. He charges me. Then I'm at Josh's scenario. Yes, I'm going to shoot him because I don't know what he's going to do to me. And if he gets through me, I don't know if he's going upstairs to get my wife. I'm going to give him the option, though. Go out the sliding glass door. Now's the time to leave my home. If he looks like he has a weapon and pulls on me in my, I hopefully I didn't piss him off by him breaking into my house and me telling him to leave. <laughs> he pulls a weapon on me in my own home. I'm going to shoot him then too. That's protection. I, however, the example I threw at her just so we were on the same page was he maybe goes off the side, jumps out to go back out the front door. Still has no weapon. I'm not going to shoot him. I'm not going to shoot him in the back. I'm not going to... He's posed no harm to me. I realize what he's trying to do. Get a, get the fuck out of my house. I'm going to call the police. Because I know those. I know those levels. And I this goes back to the responsibility of holding a weapon. I'm not... I was trying to get a hold of her. I'm not looking to shoot anyone. And there's this weird misconception I get from a lot of people that because I own a gun in my home, my first instinct is, is anybody who breaks in, you're getting shot. I'm not on that camp. I know people. If you broke into my dad's house, he'd be more than happy to not ask you a question or probably shoot you. And he's that's just that's life. He 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 has a weapons permit. He walks around with his gun. So for if I can just kind of sum up, if I understand correctly, for you, there exists no matter how how remote the possibility that someone may want to come in and cause your family harm. And what the, and yeah. what this is is security for you and your family. Absolutely, a, a firearm. Yeah. And and I, I get that and outside I, of I, outside of recreational use because I we've talked about I like I like shooting guns at a range in a controlled environment and all that kind of have stuff. Have you done that, Jason? By the way, I have shot BBs. <laughs> you never shot a gun. I have not ever shot a gun. Now, would you, you do that? Would you That's ever a good want question. to? Would you ever want to do that? It doesn't interest me. Okay. I know I'm not might not, I might not interest you and stuff like that, but would you ever? Would you would you be opposed to it? Like if you sat there, it's like I have no moral or ethical quandary with firing a firearm. Okay, I, I, was, I was just wondering, like if you actually go to <laughs> there are people that do have that though. Yeah, there are people that do have that. that like believe you know, shooting ref- a gun is well, yeah. Gun oh, yeah. Well, guns oh, yeah. in ge- guns in general. Yeah. So because guns they have really reviewed, you know, guns in general are, are bad and stuff like that. The thought of even firing one, even at a range and stuff like that, is appalling, and they refuse to do it. Here's I'm just I wanted if, to go. I wanted to go. Uh, yeah, I get what you're saying. I wanted to go super philosophical for just one second, which I think is that we're coming down to kind of a core way of looking at life. <coughs> and no matter how remote the possibility of someone breaking in, in my mind, again, that I, I look at that as it's not worth it. Having a, having a gun or a firearm in my house, looking at the potential risks or the stories that I've heard versus the stories I've heard of it being coming in handy... At least in my world, I want to specify that in my stage of life and economic class, that those two, the the risk is greater than the reward. And Jack, what you've pointed out 
and I, I think you've made some really interesting arguments, is that for you, it obviously seems like the reward is much higher than the risk. And for you, there really isn't much risk because of the responsibility inherent with that, that you've been raised with owning a firearm. I, th- I think the also a moral of the story is too, and it, it, cause every time you say reward for some reason that like it gets under my, I, it doesn't get under our skin. It makes me feel weird about it. There is no, there is no reward Peace of mind. ever. Okay. That's probably a better use. There's no reward ever for me having to pull out my gun loaded in my home ever. That's me cleaning it. That's so me looking a, okay. at it. That's me showing it to Josh. That's any, there's no reward for my, and that's just my feeling about it. And I, I was talking to my sister about this at our Geckler, Geckler family Christmas where we had weapons out and Susie was like, what the hell? As we're looking at it, my sister's house, there's, there's never a point ever for my gun to be loaded in my home. And there's, if there is, that's a, that's a, that's not a reward. That's a, that's a bad scenario. It's, it's funny, Josh, cause maybe, maybe you're right, Jack, maybe using the reward isn't the right term, but Josh, you pointed out peace of mind. It's like so kind of Jack, having insurance. Jack, your peace of mind is in owning the firearm. I think so, yeah. And my peace of mind comes in not owning it. I think it's also the the climate. I think I've lived uh I've lived my entire life in very densely populated urban areas. So part of that and how I was raised was I, I lived in Miami. I've lived in cities. And the unfortunate side of living in cities is things that come with being and you know you said economic class I, unfortunately i feel like being in our economic class we become targets and that's what i always saw growing up that people people want what they can't have and and and, and you don't know what everybody's thinking when they're in their house now i want to believe that if somebody broke into my house it was like implia they maybe were just there to steal something unfortunately though now that you know i have a family and it's not just me and my home protecting myself i can't just give them that benefit of the doubt. Now, I'm not, when they break in, looking to go shoot them, though. Let's throw all res- this whole thing to the wind for real- one second and say, forget a firearms for a second. If there was a person coming into your house, you had no idea if they had a gun or not. Could you take them? Like, physically? Yeah. Like, like, like in my mind, I would think that I'd be hopped up on so much adrenaline seeing this person in my house that I could bum rush them and pin them to the ground. Well, I told Susie this. I said, she goes, they know what they're doing. What's yeah. that? Unless they have any, you know, well, I training. I told her I'm but, taking you know, one I'm, for I'm, the I'm team. I'm saying in the in the absolute blank face, you have no idea who it is. You have no idea their background, what they're carrying. You Probably don't not. think you could? No, I don't think I could. Meaning you you would give benefit to them. I don't know. Or, I, if I if I had to benefit just, to your if, own if we, strength, if you had to guess right now. Mass. You say some random Joe breaks we're, or we're bigger girl breaks into your house, and you you we're see bigger, them standing there. Could you? take them down that's jason's question well no, no. susie asked me this no no she was very not. serious and a roundabout she said the same thing to me I, I to give you guys a peace of mind who don't know me in person i'm 6'4 and only 175 i'm not super skinny anymore but i'm not fat but i don't look very intimidating either it was a scenario i told her and this goes back to fundamentals of like holding a gun i'm gonna do anything i can to protect her and if that means he has a weapon or not you need to get out of here and i'm gonna make that clear to her and grab dylan and go if I can take him, awesome. If I can't take him, I'm sorry, babe. I hopefully gave you enough time to get the hell out. It's just your mind clicks into something that I need to protect them. Sure. And I know I, Jason. I absolutely get that. I know, Jason, you'd be the exact same way. Oh, no, absolutely. Now, There's I would no try to mind. grab something to help my cause. And- it goes back to a like it goes to a really, really primal thing. Let's change it completely away from the domestic lifestyle for a second. Let's say you're on a safari and a lion comes. Fucking rhino's going down. A lion. 500-pound tuna has a, built a, a land bridge and is hunting a lion. It got the taste for lion. 
fucking tuna. So you didn't go the way you you're on a safari, <laughs> and a lion comes and just annihilates the the jeep that you're in. You lose that battle, and you are the only one left Nine alive. Times out of ten. Are you done? Yeah. <laughs> uh, kinda. I don't know. I can't guarantee. And the lion comes and just annihilates your your vehicle, and you're the only one left alive. And then the lion is chasing you down. Would you have enough adrenaline to attack that lion? Hell no. Well, it wouldn't matter. I well, think that lion would just no, 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 no. Jason's a good point. At what point, though, does it trigger that he's going to catch you? And if you don't turn and just go balls to the wall, I got to see if I can do something. It's either, you know what I mean? There's got to be a weird thing. You're not going to outrun it. No. I, fairness, you're not going to outrun it. I'd hope to it. try to hide or climb eventually, or a tree. Yeah, that's what I would Eventually, fight, you know, it's fight or flight, but eventually flight stops and you just are left with. I either just roll Exhausted over and die fight. or just fight. <laughs> Here's the thing. Am I probably going to be able to kill him with my bare no, hands? Exactly. Jay, that ain't going to happen. I'm not now, talking about you. Could I hold him off hopefully long enough to gouge an eye out or do something that you hear stories about? I hope so, Let's dude. just say I wouldn't charge. Okay? Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to run. If he catches me and I can't run anymore, then fisticuffs is coming out here. But I'm not going to sit there and turn around and go, it's not all right, fight man. Flight. Amano, Amano, let's do this, Lion. Crazy fist. Hell no. Now, I might turn that around might, the lion no, might I, go whoa bro yeah. hey i didn't i didn't charge whoa. but i might turn around and do the old what's the old thing if you're the biggest you dog bigger. in the block i turn around and go Row! yeah, yeah and i think he if you stop and he's like whoa what he might this? look at me with crazy fist and i give him the old chewy <laughs> and he's like oh hell no what the hell know. is that there is a p- small part of me that thinks that no matter what animal or person or living thing is attacking me that I would turn, I, there would be a mode in my mind that would click that I just start attacking. You're I'm not saying that. I'm not nuts. saying the outcome would be good, but I'm saying eventually you just start attacking. Sure, hell no. I, I, I would I'm say only attacking when I'm defending. I can't go defending any, yeah, when I'm defending. Yeah, you're if defending. I'm trying to escape, and i like I said, he's caught me. Like I Jason. said, then I'm just gonna start uh, like tornado of fists. Okay, I'm just gonna start. Okay, coming. who wants to, who wants to film Jason on a green screen yeah, running at something, let's, and we get a fucking lion attacking him? I need to charge anything. Let's see you just stand up and go. Come on. Come on, let's I go to the zoo. This. I'm not saying this is my personality type by any means, but, which I would is say funny Jason, for you to say. Much not an aggressive that. person. But, but do you know do what that? though? But you know what though? I think he's the sleeper of the crew. I think if I we take know. him to a gun range and he fires a gun, he's gonna be like, "Well, hell," and it's just gonna be on. That's just my feeling about. <laughs> let's Jason. go he's one day a at lunch. Let's go one day at lunch. He's at the a place sleeper. Right down the street. What we need to do is figure out how to trigger that fight or flight system when it's or you know when he's against a 400 pound man. I don't know if I want to see where where Jason has to try to you know tackle this guy and the guy's like no, i would hope hey, i could tackle small. a 400 pound man unless oh, the man, uh, dude 400 uh, pounds bro have you seen some some of the linebackers and offensive linemen You're i had a big those guys. i had a big friend in college he was like, like get a 250 leg. 300 and he let me try to spear him <laughs> literally i mean i ran at him and i knocked him over but it wasn't like he's down for the count it was like i'm now down for the count and he's rolled on top of me like I didn't like knock the guy out at all, or even really daze him. I bet. I, I bet. I'll give you this. I give Jason. You're you're you and Josh were some bigger guys. You put a hurt, a little bit of hurt. He'd be really pissed though. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, again, and then it goes to was... if you've hit somebody that has a even the smallest knowledge of fighting at all, you're done. <laughs> now Jason has the adrenaline thing because I'll give you this. This I know, and this is something my dad taught me as well. The person, the person breaking or whatever. Whatever adrenaline they have is completely different than yeah. the person fearing for their life. Very. So you might have, I don't know how to put it, like in a muscle mass thing. You might technically at that moment, yes, be stronger and hope that Josh's scenario where you're defending yourself, <laughs> you 
you have more strength than that person. Come at me, bro. Four, Come four, at me. 400 pounds is 400 pounds. <laughs> Come at me, bro. It's, Come on. It's the, it's the would I put my money on Jason. <laughs> I love this scenario in my head. I'm thinking about Jason turn around and going, yeah. but if I attack him yeah, first, I, I got this. Exactly. I the guess, element of surprise. The reason you I, run around that little I can take on that van. <laughs> the reason I bring it up is because now bringing it back full circle to the gun, right. the gun argument. I'm cornered in my own, you know, somebody's broken into my house. I grab my family. I lock the door and I'm now sequestered myself into one room of the house. Is that okay. the right word? And the person is, is hell bent on causing physical harm. But in you're the, okay. I'll give this, you that. But you, scenario. scenario, how do you know that? Well, he's, you don't. He said it. Right. He said it out loud. Yeah, he's, he I'm was like, come I am hell bent you up. on physical harm to you, Jason, door, and your family. Yeah. Yeah. I'm raping I love your wife. I love the Excuse me. <laughs> Excuse me. Excuse me. I know you're in there. I would like to cause you some physical pain. <laughs> okay, now we're on the same page. He's a polite, polite guy. Yeah. In that case, you don't want to shoot a him. Polite. He's so nice. He's like, oh, can we offer you some coffee? I would still rather. Charge that person myself with my own physical strength and tr- see if I could do something, then have a gun in my house. Yeah. Okay. Wow. And okay. that's, and the, again, that, to me, that's just preference. Does he have a weapon? Preference isn't, I, I, I yeah, it's funny. We we're talking Slingshot. about the specific word. Preferences is, is a word that I, David I don't, and Goliath it's not thing. like, oh, that's what I choose. It's, <laughs> it is what I choose, but it's, it's what I choose based on a philosophical fact that in my mind, the risk is much higher than the reward. So it's not a preference as much as it is a, a philosophical choice. I think, I think guns. I think there's a handful of issues where uh, people have their and and you we we very successfully had a conversation and a debate about gun control and, and gun ownership. But it's one of those things, and I just kept thinking of the risk reward is 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 people talk to me about riding a motorcycle, and they can tell me every horror story. Oh, that's a good example. They can tell guess, me yeah. ever every horror story in the book, um, and that will not stop me from riding my motorcycle you could you know i my dad could go down on a bike you've gone down i've gone down you've on a bike, but literally my dad could go down on a bike I've and run, I will, i've run over your bike jason has backed over my motorcycle <laughs> i wasn't on it but uh Asshole. but needless to say so sad i never needless heard about to say that. uh that's a story <laughs> for, for another, another time day. for another, another um show. but needless to say i have i have there there's the the camp of people that are that are so completely against motorcycles that when i say i ride a bike they want to Tell me all the ter- terrible things they've seen and heard. And I can tell them, I appreciate your story. That's not going to do anything. She also very much would not let me have a bike either for it, those and that's And again, well. and it's, it comes down to it. You know, if that's not, a, that's not worth it to you for the fight, that's not something that's high enough in. Uh, and obviously, me owning a motorcycle, my seven-year-old daughter, you know, two-year-old daughter, but I, isn't going to get though? on my motorcycle. And- but you know what, though? I'll go back to the family thing. Your dad rides motorcycles. Yeah. That obviously at very, some point was inherited. It is a very now, I don't know, thing. Jason. Now, I, 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 never, I didn't ask you that, actually, you know, because maybe it wouldn't make change your mind. Is your, you is probably your can't, dad? You probably won't catch me riding a motorcycle with a firearm at a 400-pound <laughs> man. Oh, God, that's even better. Did your, did, your dad, did your dad have guns in the house? There were no guns in my house uh, um, growing up. I do want to clarify. I completely respect firearms. Completely. I think every I think even people who don't want them should. I think that's just an understanding they should. I also want to point out real fast everybody listening. I'm not I'm not the uh 
the poster boy for the Republican Party and the but NRA movement. That, I should say though, that's a nice that's I, a nice NRA shirt you have on today, though. Is that new? <laughs> like that? Did they just that's, send that to you? That's that's National it's Drag a, Racing. I didn't know that you, was, you got the acronym wrong. Oh, but I didn't know that the new Charles shirts were out. No, that's dude. I, exactly. I need I need Cold to point that hands. out because I feel like every time I have a fight with her about this stuff or I have a, a, a discussion with somebody, I come across like that for some, and I'm like. That's yeah. that's not the southern that's not, comes out. The southern exactly. comes out. I, oh, I've been in those homes though. Those are the homes where somebody accidentally gets shot. Yeah, it's funny, Adam, because there is know, no to, respect to kind of start to wrap things up here, Adam. I think you're again kind of getting to the point of the theme of what I think this is, which is that for each person, there is an evaluation in the decision of, in this case, owning a gun, an evaluation of the risk versus reward. Let's take the motorcycle for an example, Adam. The reward or the benefit of owning a motorcycle, whether it be for leisure. Whether it be for babes, babes, <laughs> hey Angie, e- ease of commute, far far outweighs any potential risk that could be involved. Sure, and I think the interesting part of this conversation is that individual oh, people no. are going to have separate answers to this. Do you know? You know Meaning, what? Jack, you obviously have given this subject a lot of thought, and you feel very strongly in one, and you've come to one particular conclusion. I as well have given this something, uh, this subject a lot of thought and have come to a very different conclusion based on who I am as a person, based on who you are as a person. And, and, and it makes none of you right or wrong. Correct. I think that's really what we're getting at. Is it, it's an individual decision. Correct. I, I do have one interjection. Let's say everything goes one direction and Jack gets his gun and gets his closet and gets his locked up safe. Is Eloise going to be able to sleep over? Are you going to be able to go over? Is that going to be an issue for you? That's a good question. Yeah, because uh, me, me riding, too. Me riding a motorcycle, you're still probably gonna come over to my house. You well, may not. You on, may not on, on, on honestly, back. until this conversation, Jason wouldn't have known if I had one at the house or not. But let's say, let's say good you point. as a very responsible person, knowing Jason's feelings on guns, now you've told him. Right, no, now. But I don't. You wouldn't have told him before. Because uh, honestly, you I would have never told him. I'm but, not one of those guys right up front as Jason came to my house. I just want I, you to know, in a lockbox in my closet, because that's back to my whole thing of the yeah. trust thing. I don't need everybody don't, to yeah. know I have a weapon where I have it. And but knowing Jason's else. stance on it. Now I, mean, I would I, tell I, Jason I do that. Like, I do like that question. I, I would will, tell Jason now that, though. Yes, I will honestly I say I've never once thought of that before just because. <laughs> but, really now that it's, but now that it's come up and now that it's been, you've picked your It's an interesting side. question. That is an interesting question. I will question. say this. I, I don't believe I would have a problem with my daughter sleeping over at Jack's house. What about will, you sleeping I will say this, though. I will say. In my bed. What about you and Jack's having a sleepover? That was really where I was Saturday. (laughs) (laughs) They're the eyes. (laughs) I will say there's chemistry here. I would, I would hope it would be not need to be said that it would go without saying that that gun should not be brought out in my daughter's house. Absolutely. Not to say I don't ever want her to see a gun, but I would hope it wouldn't be passed around like a party favor. Well, yeah, and that was the Geckler family Christmas. What about a this is this is partially in me knowing. The parents of who my daughter's, you know, the, the, who, who she's staying over. Now, Jack, obviously, we've had this conversation. You know, I know you as a person. I know that you would respect something like that. Plus, know who I am and respect the fact that that's probably not something I'm going to be comfortable with. I wouldn't with. do that with my own daughter, actually. Right. So, I, so uh, now, would I, however, you talked about your friends that kept a gun in the middle of the couch cushion. Yeah. That was his mom. Would yeah, my, my friend of my mom, not my friend. Would oh, I, oh, okay. <laughs> I thought it was your mom. I was just like, dude. No. Would I let my daughter sleep over at their house? I would not. I, yeah. And I'm 100% with you. My daughter I, I, would not and neither would I. But I, I, I don't I have a daughter. Get, I don't a have question. a kid. 
I do want to get to the, kid. I do want to get to the meat of the issue though is would Jason you sleep over at Jack's house? <laughs> We're you're dodging the main issue. The main issue I, is is Jason doesn't have, sleep very I well. I have one thing. He I shaved would. his legs. <laughs> He's, wow. He's did put I, on some. You guys had such nice dinner together. Exactly, scented you know, candles. He's really, he's did made I, it an evening. Soft music. Look, and Kenny no one's G. expecting anything to happen. But yeah, he paid for dinner. You know, he paid for dinner, and he expects you know something you didn't to come me, of the night. You didn't tell me Kenny G was involved. Um, now I'm in. And now about I'm in. Kenny G that you know, just ruins every possible romantic moment. I just, I, I gotta, I gotta. You know what? I gotta, I gotta, I gotta come back though. How is this anything technical? Hey, I gotta come back to what Jay, what Adam was saying. About New gun technology.com. Yeah. The motorcycle, <laughs> the motorcycle analogy actually actually is a little bit different than I, I I needed a second to think about it. The thing with the motorcycle is where I find the difference here is yeah. with and especially with the yeah. gun, Jason, I wanted to point out was the a weapon I feel like and that's mine. That's my responsibility. I'm in control. Mm-hmm. I should always be in control of that. End of story. The thing that I and I love motorcycles, yeah. and I actually I would love to have one. That has always scared me, though, about that. Everybody else is that that's something that I would per- own that's can be out of my control, and that scares yeah. me. The, the, I to, need to be in control. To of clarify, I my own. thought on that was, I mean, it came up and it made sense. The risk reward thing. My thought was that uh, gun ownership is kind of the same philosophy on motorcycle riding, where I can sit here and list all the reasons why you shouldn't own a gun. It's not going to change your opinion on it. You right. know what I mean? Like, I don't think there's an argument that I could make. That you would be like, I don't still think me having a gun, me alone, nobody else, me alone having a gun in my house, I don't know if I could come up with an argument that would change your mind. I think at this point and at our stage in our lives, I think with most most reasonable people, yeah. it's more of you getting to a mutual respect of each other's exactly. decision. Exactly. It's like, I respect your decision. There's, do I maybe agree, feel the way you do? No, but I respect your decision and I'm not judging you We're six you and a half years into our marriage and relationship and we... The argument last night ended in the fact of it bothered her quite a bit that I have yet to change my philosophy on that. Hmm. And it's, and I had to, in a, I, I told her how we will now learn to sidestep such conversations because I'm not going to change a fundamental belief I have on protecting my family. And I said to her, I just hope for the love of all that's holy, even if we owned a weapon, that none of these scenarios would ever come true to any of us in this room yeah. or anybody I know. Um, but I'm not going to change how I feel about it. That's how I feel no, about like it. Like I said, it's just coming to a mutual respect of, I respect you. I see your point. May not perhaps agree, a, but perhaps another topic for another day would be what happens in the scenario that when two people who do live together, whether married or not, have completely opposite philosophies. You cannot, in this case, you cannot simply agree to disagree. No. One person is not what, comfortable having a gun in the house, and the other is only comfortable Jack's, with a gun in the house. You, you have to, though, Jay. Actually, you, I mean, you said it. You have to. They're called uh, deal that's what we No, no, we did. No, we said we need to agree. Because, work. Well, the solution was she said I can move out and go have my gun somewhere else. So in my eyes, that turned into, well, let's agree to disagree and move on. It, it, is, it is part of that. Well, ultimately speaking, someone, not that it's a, an argument, but in, that, in a, a scenario like that, somebody Gibbs. will will give. And I did. Well, and I, and well, I have he for gave years. that it wasn't. I'm not going to change the fact that I still think that I should. I'm not going to go out tonight and buy one. Well, and, and, and that doesn't house. make him who he is. I, sorry, I'm not talking specifically about Jack. No, I'm talking I, about in an extreme where let's say there's there's person A and person B, 
and they're roommates, and one says, I will never live with a gun in the house, and the other says, I will only live with a gun in the house. Then they and don't some, live together. But somehow yeah. these people do live together. I, the, they never, it Ooh, never how works. Does, there's, how there's, does that happen? Because that works, that happens with relationships, it happens because of religion, it happens, you know, because of... Your so roommate many, constantly trying to get in bed with you. Exactly. Even family Alex, issues. You even son of a family bitch. things. I know, right? There are. Sure I can't deal with this. I can't deal with that. He's warm. There, but it won't last. It will not sit there and go. Okay, we're going. You may try. It'll blow. Sure. Up. It'll blow. Up it'll blow up, and you both will split. It was not something that is meant to come into Ooh, a you happy union. You could have took this example. I was thinking about when Adam came to live with you and Katie. If you knew Adam had a gun, would you have let Adam come live with you? Sure, but he would have had to leave his gum somewhere else. His gum somewhere what about else. like on the front step? <laughs> it's not in your house. In, in the fake rock where the key goes, Fantastic. the spare key. There's the gun. Here's here's what so I want to say. That's interesting. You so and this is before this is before Eloise. You just would have made it clear to him because that's his. You home. can live with us, but you are not allowed to bring that into the house. Yeah, yeah. I, I probably wouldn't be quite that harsh, but yeah, I would make it okay. clear that absolutely you're welcome to live with us, but the weapon needs to stay somewhere else. What about my ninja sword? That's his home. It's his property. It's his responsibility. I, I mean, can do his some prerogative. damage with those. Here's here's one thing I want to say <laughs> is we won't turn Nerdtastic into 3D into how do two roommates live together. Exactly. That won't happen. Two guys, a girl, and a pizza <laughs> place. It's actually two roommates, one gun. Unless the issue is... Uh, <laughs> Uh, you know, like I am super. Jason's pro point, though, Xbox. I, 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 Jason's point is, and that was part of that was once. And I don't mean to come back to me and what was happening last night, but that was part of the thing. It was a fundamental. Look, you know, the ultimate. There was an ultimatum, and there was no ultimatum. I said I gave when we got married. Right. That I chose her and over in, that, and but any, I'm not going to change how I feel in any relationship, whether it. it be again man or woman, two roommates, whatever it is. There's constantly an evaluation of this means a lot to me so much. The fact that. I value this more than I value you as a deal breaker. Person. Again, a deal breaker. Right. But there are best. the interesting part about that is there are deal breakers. And this is I think goes into the importance of making sure you know somebody before you get into a long term commitment, whether it be just roommates or marriage or otherwise, knowing and having these conversations. Because it's very logical that two people could actually get married and have not had this conversation until three, yes. four years down the road. Then, then it causes- gets to the point where it it is no longer it is no longer a deal breaker because it, it was a deal breaker because before they got married you, because Jack has, or, you know, because I can only now, talk. now you value the relationship yeah, so it's higher not a deal breaker. than you do. So it's not a deal breaker anymore. Well, your priorities have changed. Well, kind of. It, 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 it won't it, be it, a deal breaker. But again, that always, that always depends on what it is. Like you sure. sit there and you go, you never talked about kids. You got married. I really want kids. Well, a, I really fucking don't. That's a good example, don't. actually. That, and then you're sitting there and it's just, okay, what do you do? So one person can cave. Correct. They can cave. If they really wanted that, and that was a deal breaker at the time, they are making themselves unhappy, and that is going to reflect. And again, at the end, not going to be happy. It's going to split up. Are you bringing this around to something personal here, Josh? No, I'm just. I don't know. I'm, oh, I'm, I have. I'm I have personal this. ones, like not me personally, but people we know that have have fallen into this. I dated a woman who got divorced after twenty plus uh, twenty years. That was no uh, accident. Whose husband thought all these years that she would want a child finally, and at age forty, she reminded him yet again, "I still don't want them." And this is and perhaps they got we are a group of guys, so maybe not fair to say, but for all the women listening out there, please do not marry someone with the intention of changing who they are later. No, <laughs> no, you cannot do that. It actually goes for men as well. Don't yes. don't marry a woman expecting her to change who she is just because you. That's very fair. You are. Yeah. Uh, I think we like rambled. the view. Yeah, we are. I think you know this. Josh is, was, this Josh is clearly not, whoopee. This cell was not gay. nerdtastic. I will tell you, son, that this is not nerdtastic. This is shamble. 
This can is we like, just have? Can we nerdy? let's have one this last? This has not been nerdy at all. Let's talk about because trying before you buy. Here's how it's been nerdy. Can we talk Josh. about try before you buy. Josh, here's how it's been nerdy. Every single gun that we've spoken about in this episode has been a laser gun. Ooh, just became nerdy. I don't think that's true. Laser tag's coming back, by the way. Laser did you tag see those, or taser ball? Did you see those uh, I saw attachments? That, yeah, the attachments I kind of want to get those. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Exactly. Don't laugh, Jason. You world. want one. <laughs> so Ladies I just, now I'm going to say that sometime. Thank you so much Try for listening. You buy. Try before you buy. Fantastic in 3D. Thank you so much for listening to episode number 12. Thanks, I guys. am Jason Carter. Josh the Brat. Adam McFarlane. Damn, I don't sound as cool as Josh. I'm Jack. I know. I, know. You can't, I just Gekler. embrace it. And I think a quick little shout out needs to go out to your lovely wife for allowing us some uh, interesting fodder to talk about. Yeah. Yeah. Susie, thank you, Susie. Thank you so and much. And Sean, sorry you're stuck at work. Yeah. Sorry, Sean. Yeah. Thank you for joining us, and we're out. Peace. Nerd testing. Nerd testing. Nerd testing.